when you hear his voice, we have to move. How can we sit here for 10, 15 years, God's pleading, calling through the pastors, and we still can't move? We can't think of nothing that God has called us to do, but we're in the kingdom. We need to examine ourselves, examine our obedience. Is it all about me? Okay, well, I went to church um, all, every Sunday this month. I'm okay. No, God is calling all of us to step it up. How many know there's, when you see emergency vehicles on the road trying to get by and the lights are flashing, the sirens are going, there's emergency. It's critical. It's urgent. But you know what? You ever see, been in that, in that situation and cars in the way and won't move? Cars in the way, you know it's urgent, but you won't get out the way. It's an emergency. And that's how some of us are sometimes. God is calling. It's urgent. We live in perilous, dangerous times. And some of us still won't move. Some of us still won't give God all, our all that we know, that he showed us. He showed us. So if we're going to be a wise servant, we have to make up our mind. We're going to be obedient. Obedience, like I said, the Bible says we have the mind of Christ, but allow it. Allow it to operate in us, in our decisions, our, our time, priority. People say, well, I don't have enough time. It's the same 24 hours as ever been. <laughs> it's just a matter of prioritizing our time. Praise God. Obedience is a gauge that measures our love for God. I want to go over to um, Matthew 24, I think it is. We're still talking about a wise servant, a wise servant. Matthew 24, I think it starts at the 37. At, I think it's 37. Matthew 24, 37. I'm going to read down through I think 46. We're going to start with um, 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Verse 38. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the, into the ark. Okay. Just, oh, just a second. You know, um, it says, as the days of no so shall it be in the days before the Son of Man comes back. And we can, see, we can see the signs before our eyes every day. I think there was an earthquake in Hawaii yesterday, wasn't it? Earthquake in Hawaii. Even as I speak, you see the Russian army and the Iranian army right on Israel's border, northern border. We see evil being manifested and people trying to justify being okay now. You're, out, you're old fashioned. Something wrong with you because <laughs> you don't agree with sin. Just like, just like in Noah's time, it says, just as it was in the days of Lot, homosexuality everywhere. If you don't agree with it, then you're old fashioned and bigoted. And something wrong with you. So we see it being operated, we see it being manifested before us right now, right before our eyes. So we're in a critical time. It's time for us to move. It's time if we're going to love God, then let's love God. It's time if we're going to love God, then we can just step up our obedience. It ain't about us. 
and our convenience. It's about stepping up and doing what God said in this generation. In this generation. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And like I said before, God didn't send Isaiah and David and Jeremiah in this generation. He sent every one of us to show forth the light. Every one of us. And it says, for in the days before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving to marriage. And those are things that, you know, we need to eat and drink and marry and all those things. But a lot of these things to excess. A lot of it to excess. I remember in 2008, 2009, they said it was a recession. But guess what? Every parking lot of every restaurant <laughs> was filled to capacity. See so, <laughs> you know, and if you think about our generation, everybody wants to be entertained. Entertained. That's more important to serving God now. Entertainment. We just want to be pacified and entertained. Any junk that's in the movies or on TV, we, we, we won't watch it. So we just pacify us instead of doing what God said. Entertainment to excess. And you can see how, how, um, how our priorities are really messed up where a, a surgeon, a surgeon can save somebody's life, might make, a half, make me, less than a half a million dollars a year, but somebody play football and get $28 million a year. See how messed up we are? We want to be entertained. But the thing is, we have to be about our father's business while it's still time. While it's still time. You know what? I believe... Someone's dependent on each and every one of us. I believe it. I believe somebody's dependent on your prayers. Even when you don't feel like praying, God. Listen, someone's dependent on your prayers. Somebody's on the edge of suicide. Somebody is about to perish. Somebody is dependent on each and every one of us to do what God said. Not what I feel like right now. Someone. Is depending on each and every one of us. We'll say, well, listen, I'm just a member of the church. Well, hey, you signed up then. You're in the army, whether you know it or not. You're in the army. You may not be a general, but guess what? Everyone is vitally important. If you're going to listen, everyone has a part to play. There's no skating out. There's no AWOL. If it is, we might have to come look for you. <laughs> There's no AWOL. Everybody's vitally important to do what God said. And a wise servant will do what God said. Okay. Good elder Reed. Verse 39. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Verse 40. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. 41. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken and the other left. 42. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. So are we watching? Are you watching? You know, if we're watching, the watches don't mean just looking up. Watch means being about your father's business. That's what watching is. Being diligent to what God has placed in every one of our hearts. Watching. 
It don't mean just looking around. It means being about our father's business because our redemption draws nigh. We don't know when he's coming back, but we know, we know, we know that the time is short. We know the time is short. <laughs> All signs are being fulfilled. Everything that God said would come about is coming about right before our eyes so we can see them. So by, just by seeing and by spirit, we should know that our redemption draws us not. Time is short. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord cometh. And if you're not watching, if you're not watching, if I'm not watching, I'm probably asleep. You know what I'm saying? We, a lot of times we say really nice things. We say really nice things to cover up things that aren't so nice. <laughs> we do. We say, well, I just, I'm a complacent or I'm, no. But really is, you probably first lost your first love. That's probably what it really is. <laughs> you know, we say this and we sit around. We're not motivated to do nothing. We're not motivated to stretch forth and do everything that's within my being to do what God said. Then probably you become lukewarm or I have become lukewarm. So it's not no, uh, I'm complacent. That's just something nice to cover up, you know, Band-Aid to cover up, you know, cancer. That's all that is. But the real thing is, the real thing is, we must be about our father's business. Because <laughs> the time is short. Watch. We don't know when he's coming. Will you be unprepared? Will you be prepared? Will you be doing what God called you to do when he comes back? Will you be doing what God has called you to do when you take your last breath on this earth? Because <laughs> yeah. we, might, we might pass out of the way before Jesus does come back. Tomorrow is not promised. Life is very, it's, the Bible says, like a vapor. Like a vapor. Now, we might plan, make plans, well, next year I'm going to Bahamas, and next year I'm doing this. We should say, if the, if the, Lord, if the Lord wills. If the Lord wills, we don't know what our, how many people go to work, how many people in that 9-11 went to work and knew this was our last day on earth. So watch. We have to watch every hour. Be, be, and what I'm trying to say is be, sensitive, be more sensitive to what God is saying. Sometimes with me, such in a hurry, I say for myself, such in a hurry to do this and do that, and we miss what God has set right there. Miss the person that God wanted me to witness to that, that time. See what I'm saying? So, you know, so I'm talking, I'm not just saying, I'm talking to myself to be more sensitive to what God is saying, what he's saying every day to us, because we're about, we're his vessels. The Bible says we're his representatives in the earth today. We're God's representatives in the earth today. So we have to be about his business. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. Good, Elder. Verse 43. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known and what watched the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. So listen, Jesus has warned us, the Bible has warned us, there's no reason that Jesus should come and we'd be unprepared. 
unless we're asleep. And I'll put it this way, unless we allow ourselves to become lukewarm. We don't just be lukewarm. We allow ourselves to get like that by being, by being neglectful, not reading our Bible, praying, hearing what God said and doing what he said. We allow ourselves to be lukewarm. But there's no reason that we should be unprepared when Jesus comes for us. And so even when you're lukewarm, God said, there's still a chance. All you have to do is repent and do the things you did before. And step it up. You said you love God so much. Let's prove it now. Well, everybody loves everybody. But it's time to prove it now. I mean, because people got, put it this way. As long as people got lips and tongue, they're going to say something, okay? And some of it's not so meaningful. So it's time to do now. It's time to do. Verse 44, therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Yes, Lord. Down to the 46. 45, who then is a faithful and wise servant? That's what we're talking about, a wise servant. Are you a wise servant? Just ask yourself. I need to ask myself. Whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season. 46. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Praise God. And our pastors often spoke on this, that we need to love God, learn to love God with all our heart. The Bible says, all your mind. All your soul, all your strength, all your being, you know. And then, you know, being a servant, a wise servant is not so much a problem. Because <laughs> you're willingly, now, listen, Jesus was a wise servant, but even what, on his way to being crucified, even, even then, he, was, he saw joy. Even then, he saw joy because he was doing out of love from his heart what God called him to do. And so a wise servant, a wise servant doesn't forget about his purpose. And nothing could get in the way of Jesus' purpose. People betrayed him. People lied on him. All those things. But he still stayed focused on God's purpose for his life. That's what a wise servant will do. Keep focused on the purpose. Why are you here? What's the reason why you're here? So a wise servant, first of all, will begin to walk in obedience, will stay focused on his purpose. And I think, like I said before, the only way we're going to stay focused on our purpose is to learn to love God. If I examine myself and I say, you know what? I say I love God, but where's the evidence in my life? Not y'all need to look at you. I need to look at me. Where's the evidence of my life? How obedient am I for real? How quick am I to forgive people? We can all justify our wrongdoing. Know that? We can all be lawyers, you know, and justify our wrongdoing. But God's not convinced. 